Hey guys, welcome back to Almost Grown. It's Miranda. So last episode we talked about growing up Catholic and it was the first episode in a series that I really wanted to do because like I said, kind of just feels like generationally we're getting a lot less religious. So I wanted to talk to people my age about their experiences with religion and things like that. And it seems like kind of the general response that I've gotten from people who were raised Catholic, not just those interviews, but friends here and there. Um, They've sort of said that, you know, like as they get older and start thinking a little bit more for themselves, they just realize that their values don't line up with the Catholic values they were taught in church. But obviously Catholicism is not the only religion, and I really wanted to see if that's different for people who grew up in different faiths. So this episode, I talked to three people who grew up Jewish, and Judaism is one of the big three monotheistic religions. It's kind of like the OG that Islam and Christianity branched off of. Also, if that <laughs> that sentence didn't make it clear enough, uh, I just want to say as a disclaimer, I really don't know much about any religion, so I'm I'm doing as much learning as you are with these episodes, but um, Lila and Eleanor do a really, really good job of explaining the Jewish faith, so I'll just, I'll go ahead and let them do the talking. Okay, um, yeah. I'm Eleanor, um, my pronouns are she, her, and I'm 17. I'm Jewish, um, which which is like a complicated subject within itself, you know, you have reform, conservative... Um, and Orthodox. I'm Reform, but I do consider myself to be religious. I'm more agnostic. Um, but yes, I do consider myself to be religious. Awesome. Yeah. I was actually going to ask you, so the two people that I interviewed before you um, were both like raised in Catholic households. They were talking about like being raised around Christianity and stuff, but um, <clears throat> you're the first Jewish person I'm interviewing. For this. So, um, I would love if you could talk a little bit more about this. He, like, started to talk about it, but just, like, the way that you feel, like, Judaism is as a culture outside of, like, the religion in general. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of different aspects within the community. It's not really just a religion itself. You know, you have, like, and Judaism's so, like, it's so different because it's it's an ethno-religion, so you can be, like, ethnically Jewish and or religiously Jewish, and it's just, like, a very diverse community, which I really love. So, yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so Judaism, Judaism is definitely a culture. Um, more widely known, you know, we have Israel, which is like the homeland. So a lot of our culture is like is both Israeli and a lot of, you know, there's more Americanized traditions. Um, so we have, you know, holidays, we have food. Um, and Hanukkah, which is today's the eighth night, um, I made like fried donuts called Sufganiyot the other night. You know, um, Hanukkah is based around like a lot of fried foods, but the culture of, of Judaism. Um, <laughs> my God, I don't know how to answer the question a lot. Um, Judaism is very like it's based around food. It's based around family. We have this um, value called Tikkun Olam which is basically just, like, doing good deeds. How has Judaism impacted, like, your culture? Kind of just, like, the way that you feel like you grew up and your values and things like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I think I have a pretty unique, like, religious background. So, in Judaism, technically you're considered Jewish if your mother's Jewish. My mother was raised Catholic and my dad was raised Jewish, and we were never raised as a religion. Like, I think I went to church once, and then I had never gone to temple when I was little, but I, my grandpa, who's been um, more, like, conservatively conservatively Jewish his whole life, but he asked me as a child um, if I had wanted to get bar mitzvah, and I didn't really know what that was, but we joined the temple at, at, when I was in like fifth grade, and it's this new environment, like I didn't know what it was at all, and it was this really different situation for me because everybody around me had been going there since they were in kindergarten or preschool, and I was just like, you know, the kid who didn't really belong. So growing up has been really different for me. You know, I've had like a lot of people tell me like I wasn't really Jewish or I wasn't like Catholic or like I couldn't belong to either religion, like I didn't belong anywhere. But my experience with Judaism, like the culture and the practice itself is really based around like social justice and acceptance, especially reform Judaism. Um, You know, we've had Martin Luther King speak at our temple. Um, 
my rabbis are really into LGBTQ rights. So it's like a very accepting community. So um, yeah, I definitely say like the culture is very based around acceptance and just like believing in one of in one another. So it, it's been really nice to grow up in a place like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's interesting that you talk about like, um, it's very based around acceptance and- Yeah, it's like more than a religion. It's, you know, like a community, as I said before. Yeah, yeah. And then if you, how would you describe like your, just like core values about like being, you know, a person and a, a family member and a friend and all that stuff and like how they kind of either relate or don't relate to your Jewish background? So wait, you said how, what's like a core value of mine and then the family and friend thing? What's that, you know? Just like, um, yeah, like your core values. So like, Mm. I don't know, just like how to be a person, right? Like how to live in the world and be a good person, basically. Um, And then like how that's kind of been shaped or like supported by by Judaism for you. Yeah. Um, So like, yeah, as I mentioned, one, like one thing that really clicked with me about being Jewish is the fact that unlike a lot of religions where it's like, um, you have to do good so that you can get into heaven or, or whatever, um, so on and so forth. Judaism is, we don't have a heaven or a hell necessarily. It's more based around doing good while you're here to help others benefit, um, which is one of, like, one of my core values. I, I really want to dedicate myself to, you know, public service, working as, like, either a lawyer or a politician, you know, it's, it's like, it's, that's, you know, my, a lot of my family is involved in that practice. Um, but yeah, like just the value of working for others, not really yourself is a really big practice in Judaism, which I really reflect on a lot. That is so cool. I'm learning so much. Um, so I like, I have a bunch of questions, but they're also open-ended and like, they're very similar. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of trying to figure out maybe i want to ask um yeah i feel like i can answer these better i just like really get nervous with people no it's fun i literally have like small panic attacks before i start interviews and like i'm the one (laughs) interviewing and people are like are you okay and i'm like yeah (laughs) um but so what do you i don't know like have you experienced um i don't even know how to phrase this like Let's say, like, you have a friend who's Muslim and you have a friend who's Catholic and, like, what is kind of your interpretation of other religions and, like, how, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, like, why do you think other people like their other religions and things like that, you know, the way that they all vary? Um, yeah, so a lot, a lot of my mom's side of the family is, like, very heavily Catholic and for them, it's, like, um, so, like, they really um, believe in God, and it's, like, a higher power to believe in, so I think for a lot of people, that's really great, just to have, you know, something that isn't really tangible, but it's just, like, somebody who's always watching over you, it's, it's like, a very nice, comforting feeling. I know that, like, many people don't have that, many people do have that, but, like, you know, the ability to just believe in something, it's really, it's like a special feeling. Um, that's like, uh, that's just my experience with my Catholic fam- family members. Um, I have, I have a friend who's Muslim and I don't, I don't really know about that or like Islam and the religion itself, but um, you know, I, there's like a lot of uh, beautiful mosques around the country and just the dedication to prayer is really beautiful to me. So Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I you did great with that because I was like not sure if I even got that across correctly. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, have you ever like? Again, I don't really know how to like phrase these questions. But mm-hmm. have you ever like learned about different religions or um, like heard you know kind of one aspect of another religion and thought like, oh, that's really cool. Like, I kind of wish that like I could like mesh these two things. Um, I don't know. Have you ever done that? <laughs> Let me think. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I think 
it's not necessarily so much about the religion as much as the community, but, um, you know, like the Christian community, there are a lot of people in the world who are Catholic. It's like, or Christian, it's like the, it's like, you know, the most popular religion. So I think the, just the overwhelming, you know, like a lot of people around you will be Catholic and that's that sense of community is something that I've always wanted to have. You know, it's, it's kind of hard to be, in a religion where, you know, like, in your, in elementary school, I think there were, like, you know, five other Jewish kids in, like, a graduating class of a hundred and something, so just, um, yeah, I really, like, Christianity is kind of amazing in in the aspect that everywhere you turn, there's always somebody to rely on. Yeah, like, so widespread, Mm -hmm. yeah, again, you did great with that, that was (laughs) a terribly phrased question on my part, um, (laughs) um, yeah, so with your kind of knowledge of, like, the history of the way that um, Jewish people have been, like, discriminated against um, and kind of oppressed historically, do you feel like that has ever, um, I don't know, like, shaped your experience within Judaism or your view of Judaism or, like, your uh, motivation to kind of, I don't know, just, like, your motivation to um, represent it. I don't know. Just mm. like be, um, be Jewish and like do good things within Judaism. I don't know. Just have <laughs> that. <laughs> why is my brain like this? Um, do you kind of get what I mean? Yeah. 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 Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so like, are you asking, you know, just like my experience, my has like my experiences with like I don't know anti-semitism like shaped how I project my you know like my religion yeah like it does it does it have any kind of effect on just like the way that you view experience um or like I don't talk about Judaism yeah yeah basically yeah so I've been lucky in my life. I live in, like, a progressive city, so I haven't been subject to any, like, major hate crimes or that much anti-Semitism. Sure, you know, there's, like, casual experiences, but nothing, like, violent or life-threatening, which I'm really thankful for. Um, I, we were actually talking about this with my Temple Youth, like, youth um, board the other week, but, you know, now more than ever with, you know, there's, like, not really like Judaism is labeled a dying religion um it's like it's it's like really it's really important to kind of like be um be proud of that and like not like show you don't have to like showcase it. it it all matters where you're comfortable but for me it's important to be proud of my religion it's nothing to be ashamed of and it's nothing to hide from but we just like really make it an effort to stand up for ourselves and just to continue to practice and just, you know, keep their religion alive, really. Yeah, yeah. I actually didn't know that it was a dying religion. That sucks. I don't know if I should call it a dying religion. Um, Is it like, um, it's basically just that like fewer people kind of like participate in it? Like as, as, um, um new generation. I mean, like, yeah, Judaism is technically a dying religion, um, you know, especially, I mean, this was, like, you know, less, I mean, it was around almost 100 years ago, but, you know, the Holocaust wiped out, like, six million Jewish people, and the, the religion has still not recovered from that, so it's just, with this, with such small number, I think the U.S. population, I think it's two percent, or 0.2 percent, I can't remember the number, uh, is Jewish. It's, like, such a such a small population um so you know it's just important to just preserve their religion um but not not even not even that like you know not like really preserving it but just with recent anti-semitism it's just important not to shy away from it and not to get discouraged from practicing just because there are people who like because every nobody's like because there's always going to be people who don't like what you do and there's always going to be people who try to discourage you from doing that but it's just important to kind of be proud and just stand tall yeah yeah that's great do you have any advice for somebody who's kind of like 
not embarrassed of their religion, but sort of feels um, like disconnected from it or like they mm-hmm. don't really know how to preserve it or like mm-hmm. showcase it. Yeah. Um, I Yeah, I think I can come from like a, a good experience with that. Like, as I said, you know, I, I had friends, you know, tell me I wasn't Jewish enough. You know, I've had other Jewish people that tell me I'm not Jewish enough to belong. Um, and at the end of the day, there's nobody who can deter you from doing, from practicing what you love. Um, you know, we, we, we've had, we've had converse, converts at the temple. We've had, you know, people who are like smaller percentages of Jewish or really high percentage of Jewish. So there's a wide array of people. It doesn't matter how they came into Judaism. It just matters that they're practicing it. So no matter where you're coming from, it doesn't even matter. How to, it doesn't even have to be Judaism. It just, it just no matter where you're coming from in a certain religion, you're always welcome in the community, um, especially at my temple. You know, we're ready to welcome you with open arms. Nobody's going to judge you. Nobody's going to ask you, like, how you came to this position. Like, they just want to help you learn um, and grow within the religion and the community. That is so cool. That's awesome. Religion, for me, it's like, it's kind of like an optional aspect of life. A lot of people nowadays are religious, especially with, you know, like, younger generations, a lot of people are atheists. Um, and you, you it's important for you to find something that grounds you in life, whether that be religion, a sport, an art, school. But, um, you know, just, just find whatever that thing is that grounds you and, like, pursue it to the fullest extent. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then maybe just, like, before I go, um, could you give me, like, a brief kind of just, like, summary of your experience with religion, like, from childhood to now, and kind of the way that you've, like, developed your opinions on it, and, and, yeah, Mm -hmm. relationship to it? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so I used to have, like, kind of a negative relationship with religion, um, because I didn't, I didn't really have, like, when I was really, really young, I didn't have a specific religion I, I had ties to, and I kind of felt like I was in this, like, middle place. Nobody was really forcing me anywhere, but that kind of, like, loss of connection was something that was hard to deal with. Um, like, you know, when your friends were going to church or temple or mosque or wherever it'd be. Um, so, yeah, and then being um introduced to the temple was really new and it was hard because you know as I stated everybody had been there for years and years and years but really being bat mitzvah was kind of you know for every Jewish child it's like the beginning to adulthood and really their their career in Judaism if, if you would put it that way um because after my bat mitzvah I got involved in the youth board or yeah the youth board of the temple um, also, there's, like, the youth program, and then I was also, uh, I'm also involved in the assistant teaching program at the Sunday school. Um, in Hebrew, it's a madriha for, fem- for women, um, but it's a madrich for men. Um, <laughs> that's, like, the term. Um, but, yeah, just, gr- just growing up without a religion was hard, but, like, once I found my spot in the community that I liked, it was, like, instantly a connection I just felt like that was what I had been missing like cert, like in a, in a way um like I'd found my spot and everybody there was, was super nice and I formed a lot of really great friendships from that and experiences from that I've met a lot of great people and especially in times like these where we have like virtual services and virtual meetings it's just like a really good thing to keep me excited to like keep going during the week and just to get me motivated. Yeah, that's super cool. Okay, and then final question, like what's your favorite thing about Judaism? What do you what do you love and what like keeps you there basically? Okay. Um yeah, so I really like the social justice aspect of Judaism, but like a fun thing about Judaism that I love is like, you know, the food. Um every holiday like me, my mom, my dad all like cook and like um for Yom Kippur, you fast all day, and at the end of the day, you break the fast, so after temple that day, we spent, like, 
all day cooking. A lot of people either like cater in bagels and lox and cream cheese, but we all made this like really nice meal. And even though we couldn't eat it at the time, it was really nice to be together and have the aspect of family. And at the end of the day, we all like at sundown, we all got to sit together and just have this really nice meal that we had all made together. So that just aspect of family and cooking is really nice. Yeah, so I kind of grew up the same way as Eleanor. I didn't really have a connection to any one particular religion. My parents were, like, pretty loosely Christian, and my grandpa and my uncles took me to church a couple times. But then one summer, my parents decided to send me away to Bible camp, um, and I, I felt really out of place, kind of like Eleanor was saying. You know, everybody there had been going to church their whole lives, and they knew the community, and they knew each other. Um, and I just, like, I wasn't familiar with any of it, but unlike me i think eleanor found a you know eventually an accepting and solid community at her temple and one that she's inclined to invite other people into i think that's so cool it's also really cool to hear that she's inspired to serve other people from like what she's learned from judaism i think that's very cool does not sound like you know any hate preaching things like that so nice job judaism i don't know <laughs> i thought that was cool uh but yeah, now we'll hear from Lila. Uh, she went to a Jewish private school for eight years. She studied the Torah. And uh, just hear about what she feels like she got from that very thorough religious education. Okay, I'm Lila. I'm 18. And my pronouns are she, hers. You did amazing. Okay. Um, <laughs> first question is, um, would you consider yourself a religious person? No, I would not. I definitely participate in a lot of like Jewish things, like at camp, because I go to a Jewish camp, and then I'm the president of JSC at school, and then I'm in BBYO, but I hate going to temple, and I hate doing prayers and stuff. It's just not for me. No, no, yeah. Um. So talk to me about how you feel like it's shaped you outside of like religious stuff. Well, I think when it comes to like especially Judaism, it's like an ethno-religion. So it's like, I'm ethnically Jewish as much as I am religiously Jewish. So like, well, okay, I went to a private Jewish school for middle school. And that, I hated it when I was there because I just didn't like it. It was just not fun. Um, But then like when I left and went to LP, going into such a big, diverse school, it like, made me feel more connected to the culture of Judaism, even though I wasn't, like, being more Jewish. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, talk to me a little bit about, like, your personal values, like, how you were raised, um, and how they kind of compare to, like, religious things that you were taught. Okay, my personal values. That's, like, a big question. I guess honesty like being genuine and then I guess also being kind to others and like benefit of the doubt so then with like Jewish values honesty oh god I'm gonna get really Torah-y no no get seriously that's what (laughs) I want that's what I want when the Jews were leaving Egypt from their enslavement and they were being led by Moses they were all getting really really mad at him because he was supposed to be talking to God and like getting the stuff that they needed and when he was talking to God God was like don't get angry don't be rash and then he got so annoyed that he hit a rock with his stick like directly against God's instructions and then God punished him and was like now you can't get into Israel Honestly, I thought that was a little harsh of God, but I guess like being genuine, I guess that kind of ties in together a little bit because Moses was just, he didn't listen to God's instructions and then was not honest about it. And then he got what was coming to him. You know, I don't know the Bible. I don't know the Torah. I really, I don't know any religious scripture, but that's really rough. Shout out to Moses. You didn't deserve that. Um, yeah, so that's, that's very interesting. Um, tell me about, like, studying it and, and learning it and kind of, like, how you felt about it, maybe from, like, childhood, right, when you were learning it, to, like, when you started to become a little bit more of, like, an independent thinker. How did it change? Well, I definitely, like, I learned it most, well, no, I learned it only 
at my middle school and lower school. So when I was like, I don't know, this has to go way back into my memories. What we more studied was like analysis of the Torah, which was by like a famous rabbi. And that didn't make a lot of sense to me. But then I guess when I was like studying for my bat mitzvah, being bat mitzvah was so much work. Anyways, so like studying the interpretation of the Torah, it was really interesting and really confusing. But my school was not the most unbiased source of information concerning Judaism and certain things and perhaps countries involving Judaism. So like I said before, I didn't like being Jewish when I was at that school because it was just so annoying to like learn all these things that I thought made me Jewish. But then when I went to like a different school with fewer Jewish people, I realized that I didn't have to do all those things to be Jewish. And I was just Jewish because I was. And... (laughs) Um, it made me like it more and it made me kind of grow into it and want not necessarily learn more about it because I gotten enough of that, but like be more interested in like the cultural aspects and less the religious aspects. And then I guess also when it came to Israel, I definitely had to do some of my own research about that. That was mainly where I got into like re-educating myself. Yeah. So Catholic people will talk about like quote unquote Catholic guilt. You know, like the way that um, your education of religion and your beliefs will kind of tie into the way that you like operate in everyday situations. How do you feel like being Jewish has impacted, eh, you know, your lifestyle, your, uh, your actions, your morals and your values and things like that? Well, I'm a lot more conscious to dietary restrictions because I grew up where half of my friends were kosher and half of my friends were not. So that was so small of a detail. I don't know. I guess it, the biggest thing definitely was the transition from my middle school to LP because that was such a big change. So I think it made me realize, one, that Jews are actually a very big minority, and two, that there are a lot of people go through a lot of things that I wasn't previously conscious of because I was so sheltered at that school. Like, I guess, tied into my daily actions, it's made me more socially conscious, I guess, because it kind of puts me into a minority group. And then, I guess, I don't know how else. I don't, I don't know how to explain it, because, like, I'm sure it does in, like, a f- influence my life in ways that I'm just not aware of, because I've been Jewish my whole life but then I guess sometimes I'll be like talking to my friends they'll be like that's so weird or odd um I mean I don't know I don't know have you ever looked into other religions and thought to yourself like oh like this aligns more with my beliefs I don't know okay well literally both Christianity and Islam like stemmed off of Judaism like all the three monotheistic religions are like all basically the same if you ignore the extremist ends of all three of them. So I think they all hold like the same basic values. So I guess like learning more about Christianity and Islam, both in middle school and in, well, not really in high school, but like kind of in high school. I feel like mostly all religions are kind of centered around like doing charity and being nice to others and like believing in God, whatever God that is. So then like, even when I was talking with my Hindu friend, like I didn't feels like oh that identifies more with my beliefs and she wasn't like oh maybe I'm Jewish like it was just kind of I feel like I was raised Jewish and I can't really picture myself being another religion yeah yeah totally um yeah yeah Uh, yeah, I can identify with that yeah totally um uh, (laughs) but now talking about just the greater like topic of religion why do you think it's it's so important to some people and like very insignificant to other people. I think that it's really important to some people because it's nice to have something to like really believe in, like put all your faith in. And like, I don't necessarily think that way, but like having that community and that like trust that like there's a higher power, like there's something or someone looking out for you. And even if there's not, you have a whole community of people that like share the same ideas. I think that can be really comforting for some people. 
And then I think for others, like it's not as big of a deal because maybe it just like obviously technology and like more modern society and like the theory of evolution. But like, it's just because it's not like, well, I mean, now isn't the best example for this comparison, but it's not like the Black Plague. Like, you're not worried about your neighbor dying and then throwing their body out on the street. You're not like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Will God save me? Will God not? Yeah, but I get your point. I get your point. Absolutely. I agree with that. Um, And then why specifically do you think there is this, like, ginormous generational difference, I, for the most part, you know, like, every, most people can relate to the uh, classic dynamic of, like, my grandparents are, like, pretty religious, my parents are, like, yeah, it's, like, important, we should go, I, you know, makes people happy, and then we're all kind of, like, why do we do this? Why did anybody ever do this? I don't know. Why do, it's, speak on that a little bit. So, going in that order, like, my grandparents are definitely more connected religiously. And I think it's because, well, especially for them, all of my grandparents actually grew up in America. Like they were growing up during the Holocaust, like during and after the Holocaust. So I think that was definitely a big part of their connection to Judaism, even though it was like a different country, obviously. And then I think my parents were kind of raised on those ideals, but then less so again because they were American and then like they just grew up in different environments like my dad grew up in Highland Park which is then and still is like predominantly Jewish and then now like me and my sister like we're definitely not as religious as my parents or my grandparents like my parents are always like we have to go to temple on the high holidays and my sister and I'm like oh my god we don't want to do that but then it's like we're more I guess, connected to the cultural aspects. And, like, in my family, I'm the one that, like, does the most Jewish stuff. Like, I go to Jewish camp, like, like I said at the beginning. So, I guess, I don't know why, I guess it just kind of spreads down. Like, the same way that people were more religious, like, during the plague and less religious now, because it just kind of filters out. <laughs> Somebody's hammering something above me. Anyway, um... Yeah, recently we've seen a lot of, like, I guess just worse and bigger events, especially on Jewish holidays, um, like anti-Semitic hate crimes. Do you have anything to say about that? Like, it, yeah, I don't know. Take it away. Okay. This is going to kind of tie into a few of the things you just asked me to talk about. Great. So in eighth grade, like, our middle school would, like, prep us to like go into do environments and be like, be like, if somebody tells a Holocaust joke, how would you respond? Do A, tell the teacher. B, ignore it. C, tell them it makes you uncomfortable. And I was like, this is so stupid. This is literally never, ever going to happen. And then I get to school and I'm like, oh, okay. And then I was, I kind of just ignored it. But like, I didn't, think anti-Semitism was a big problem when I was in a Jewish school, which sounds kind of weird because you think that it'd be like a target for a lot of hate, but it really, I guess it wasn't, or if it was, we, like, the students were sheltered from that, but then there have been so many things, like, whether it's, like, flat-out Holocaust jokes or, like, other anti-Semitic things that I've experienced at school or, like, from people at school that change the way I think about that and then also like drew my attention to like hate crimes that went on because I like I didn't know how big of an issue it was and then I guess for the majority of in school it wasn't Trump and then when Trump was elected there was like a big rise in it so maybe I was both too young, it wasn't happening as much, and I wasn't paying as much attention. But then, like, in eighth grade and then going into high school, like, I noticed a lot more, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And that's, like, I don't know, man. That's fucked up. So any, uh, any final thoughts? Well, I'm yeah. trying to, it's hard for me to, like, speak on such, like, a, like any final thoughts. I'm, like, 
the whole thing. I'm like, really? So if you have more final questions, I could answer that. Uh, I don't know. So, I don't know. Like, do you believe in God? Oh, that, you know, that's such a great question. Because sometimes I'm like, no. Like, honestly, like, sometimes in my head, I'm like thinking about it and I'm like, how does this work? Like, there's no way this is real. Like, I literally took biology freshman year. And then sometimes I'm like, oh my God, please let this happen to me. And then it happened. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm so serious. Every single time I've been like, God, like, please help me out here. It just works. So I'm like, is it like luck? Like, so, you know, that's an internal dilemma. But I think logically, no. But then sometimes I'm like, wait a second. But yeah, I totally feel the same way where I'm like, God would be a really, 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 really fucked up person to yeah. be letting all this shit go on. Yeah. Um, also with but, Moses, like, hold up. Right, again, like, <laughs> all he did was hit a rock. Exactly. Anyway, thank you so much for coming on to talk about this. Thank you for sharing your perspective with me and teaching me a little bit about the Torah. Oh, of course. Anytime. Ooh, I actually didn't talk about this. The one thing I really, really like about my school is that they taught us Hebrew. And I wish they taught it to us better because that is probably like the biggest thing for me. So like when I went to Israel with my camp with my school, I was one of the people that like knew more of it. So I would like talk to people, I would like translate for my friends. It just, it was just great. And then I can like read the prayers when I do go to temple in Hebrew. I don't have to read the English. It's just nice. I just like that. That is another thing that makes me feel really connected to it. What's your like favorite Hebrew word or phrase? Um, oh my God. Whoa. Hold up, let me brainstorm. <laughs> so if I were to get a tattoo, which I'm still thinking about, and if I got something in Hebrew, it'd probably be Gamzeya Abor, which is like this too shall pass. And I just think that's really pretty. And I also like that it's in Hebrew. So there. I hope that satisfied your um request. I love that so much. But yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for saying things to me both in English and in Hebrew. Last thing was really pretty. Yeah, and um, if you ever want to come on the podcast again, just totally let me know. It doesn't have to be about the Torah or religion. And have a great night. Have a lovely winter break. I hope you enjoyed your Hanukkah and have a fantastic new year. You too. Have a Merry Christmas. So yeah, like I said before, I've had little to no religious education, um, so it was really, really cool to hear that Lila was, you know, one, she was taught, like, all about the Torah and all about Judaism and stuff like that, and she's able to, like, explain it really well to other people, so that's cool. Um, but she also learned about other religions, and she learned Hebrew. That sounds awesome. I don't know. Um, but I guess that, like, also she mentioned, you know, that she realized later that there were kind of some, maybe some biases her school might have uh, had when they were teaching her about the Israel-Palestine conflict. I get that there's that drawback. Um, a lot of a lot of interesting insight that I got from that interview. Um, also, the thing about Moses. Kind of crazy. Did not know that story sort of wacky um now we'll hear from jacob murray who mostly talks about his bad asa trip but also at certain points he connects it back to his jewish upbringing and uh and religion in general believing in god things like that he's got stuff to say my name's jacob i'm 17 years old and my pronouns are he him would you consider yourself a religious person I would not consider myself a religious person. Okay. Um, and like, were you raised in any kind of religion? Are your parents religious? Is your family religious? Well, my mom's Jewish, my dad's Catholic, and I was raised Jewish. So you had like a bar mitzvah and... Yeah, circumcision, bar mitzvah, all that. So do you feel like like your character or like your core values or even just like 
your personality has been formed at all by your religion and your upbringing? Well, I don't want to say it hasn't affected me because it's just been such a huge part of my life up until the point where I took acid, died, and lived again and just figured everything out. But um, I think just being in that, in that environment of religious tendencies has definitely rubbed off on me. So do you feel like you, do you necessarily, do you feel like you're a better person because of it? Do you feel like your um, worldview has been like enriched by the way that you were brought up? Well, I think believing in a religion really comes with having values because it's just the idea that God's watching over you just compels you to act a certain way. And my mom's always been Jewish and living in a house with her for 17 years, I think definitely made me a better person than I could be if I had no, no belief of God in that time. That's super cool. So tell me a little bit about, you talked about earlier tripping on acid and then dying and coming back to life. Has that impacted your view of religion? Oh yeah, it definitely has. Um, well, as a child, uh, I was always going to temple juice green on Sundays. I went to summer camp. I didn't really think twice about it as a kid. Like, just growing up in that environment, just, I never second-guessed it because it was just how I grew up. It was what I was around, and it was what I knew, and I had no reason to question it. You know what I mean? You smell what I'm stepping in? So this year, I took a little bit too much acid, and... uh I ended up going outside and taking my clothes off, fighting the cops, and uh, getting tranquilized, actually, and I thought I was dead. Well, when you ask people what, what they think the most significant moment of their life was, it, you might get an answer like, when my kid was born, when I got married, when my dad died, or something, something real significant. There's nothing that will ever be more significant in my life than the night I took two tabs, died and lived again on acid. And it just felt so real. And I just realized, like, it helped me realize how small I am in the universe. And I saw some crazy shit. Um, and there was just this intense feeling that I was emerging back into the earth and I was everything and it was pretty crazy. But if you really think about it, we're not beings on the earth, we're beings of the earth. Yeah, just the intense feeling that your body is just a vessel that you're in. And just when your ego's gone you look at stuff for what it is and not through the bubble of your ego like when i look at my dog right here sitting on the floor i see him as my furry friend his name's harry but if i'm if my if i'm not looking at him through my ego he's just a little he's just a dog i think it really affected my religious beliefs because well shortly after i just was so set on the idea that God isn't real just based off of my experience. So I guess you could say I acted as if God wasn't real. Um, but just because God isn't real doesn't mean you can live without consequences. You know what I mean? You still got to take care of your responsibilities. Looking at the world without the lens that you always have on, it's fucking scary. In the world, you got two things, no matter what. You got chaos and order. Inside my house is order because I live here. I know who's coming in here. When I go outside, that's chaos. I can't control who I see, what they're doing, none of it. And religion is an, an attempt to explain the chaos. Why, what do you think religion represents to people? Um, and like, why do you think it's so different for people who have encounters with it and experiences with it. Well, if you try to imagine a world without religion, it would be complete chaos. Just because 
the guy living across the street from me, if he doesn't think that there's some Santa Claus up in the clouds watching over him, he might kill me if he wants to. You know what I mean? Well, there's really two sides of the argument. Some people say religion is the root of all evil, which is right in some sense that there's religions that clash and disagree and there's wars and millions of bodies to show for that. But religion is sort of a hope. Religion is a way to explain the unknown in a way. Well, if you walk into a temple on a Friday night on Shabbat services, you'll see a bunch of old people and some young people with little kids. You don't see people really from age, let's say like 17 to 30, just because the old people are about to die and there's the people there that are having kids and they want to raise their kids right. You know what I mean? You smell what I'm stepping in? Right, right. Yeah, that's not speaking for everybody because there's definitely some super Jews out there that are in their 20s. But I think at that point of life, you really got to focus on what's real and what's there, what day-to-day problems. You know what I mean? You got to get a job. You got to make money. You might have to feed your kids. You might have to whatever you got to do, you're doing it. And as you come closer to death at an old age, definitely religion's there as a as a like a comfort yeah it's a comfort do you think there's anything that could happen to you like do you think you could ever become a really religious person well it depends what you mean when you say become a really religious person because i think there's a lot to look at when you look at the text of religious scrolls or just there. The scripture? The scripture. There's a lot in the scripture. It, it teaches you how to live your life. Most religions are just a guide on how to live your life. And I I see there's a lot of there's a lot to learn from religion, but I don't see myself getting so encapsulated in it that I believe what it what they say is true and it's real because what i've learned just looking at few religions they say god created man but man came from monkeys who came from older monkeys who came from older monkeys and it really just doesn't match up there's no way i can know and there's no way you could convince me without Unless God tells me himself. So is there anything else you want to say? Any kind of thoughts that you have about the just the subject of religion in general, whether or not it's personal or universal? Yeah, for all I know, we could be aliens sitting around a campfire doing their own type of DMT, and when we die, we just wake up. I don't know. We're just little pubic hairs on a huge ball, infinitely spinning around the sun, just that's just always there and we need it to live and if you stare at it too much you're blind but if you don't see it in a while you get sad and just nobody knows what the fuck's going on and i just think i think a religion i think religion is a mediator between order and chaos that's all i got Sorry, everybody <laughs> Thank you for your time today, Jason. Why Zanka, everybody? Very insightful. Is it Zanka? I still, I've known you for so long. Is it Zanka or Zanka? It's Zanka, but... Zanka. Yeah. Thank you, Jacob. <laughs> Have a good night. Thank you, Jacob. Um, so, maybe our grandparents and parents relied on religion a little more than we do for a sense of community or comfort or organization. Um, and I think Jacob's explanation, although a little abstract was insightful i mean do we use religion to try and convince ourselves that we're like protected from the chaos of the world maybe probably uh lila also made an interesting point that i hadn't really ever thought about before that older jewish people kind of felt a stronger connection and devotion to judaism after it had been attacked in the holocaust um i didn't even think about that but that makes sense um 
And while there are lots of different interpretations, I feel like maybe our generation's declining interest in religion might actually indicate that we're evolving. I mean, you could say that we're generally more cynical or pessimistic, but a lot of teenagers also reject the hateful messages or impractical or illogical things um, that are projected from some religions, and I think that that kind of shows a certain maturity that maybe wasn't present in our parents' or grandparents' generation when they were our age. Who knows? Uh, I'm biased, but this investigation has been really, really interesting for me, and I, I definitely plan on continuing it, but with that said, there's so much going on in the world right now. I mean, the attack on Capitol Hill, you know, the insurrection stuff, and the president, and the... just a lot of stuff going on. So, the next installment of Almost Grown will most likely be about something else, um, but seriously, I, I want to hear from you guys, so please contact me if you'd be willing to talk about um, your religious upbringing, whatever it is. And uh, I also have some kind of bittersweet news. Um, I've been given a really amazing opportunity to do some work for youth radio, but that means that AMG might be coming out a little bit slower than usual. Um, Nothing's guaranteed, of course, but I just wanted to take this chance to say a huge thank you to everybody who's been listening to this, like, little side project I started. Um, it's, it's crazy to think that, like, even a handful of people might be interested in the stuff I put out, but I am so happy to hear that you guys might be getting some insight from these interviews the way I have. Um, it's seriously, it's all just a learning experience for me. But yeah, another special thank you to Jacob, Lila, and Eleanor for telling me about their experiences. And as Lila put it, getting a little Tori-y. Um, yeah, if you guys were interested in this kind of stuff and you want to hear more, just remember to subscribe to the podcast and uh, you'll get notified every time a new episode comes out. God knows I forget. Um, but yeah, until next time, thank you. Take care. Have a good one. I'll miss you. <laughs>